following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. One, we don't know enough about these players. And two, there's so many we're linked to. And we just talk about so many every week. Yeah, we're so linked to everybody. we should probably just use uh, episode three to just talk about the actual guy. It looks like they're going to sign, huh? Galeen. We got to hear it. We got to hear we go. We got to hear we go. From yeah. Top, from I, all right, here, we, here we go. Episode three. Um, uh, Jose, take us away with how you pronounce this guy's name. Uh, Golini, I believe. That's how you pronounce his uh, last name. name and... And his first name is Pierre Luigi or Pierre Luigi. Wow. You yeah. always take you always take my breath away with your pronunciations. <laughs> um, so yeah, and uh so we got a keeper coming. Uh Galini, as our cultured friend has pointed out. Uh thank you. And, thank you. Yeah, well you can just pronounce everything that's not from Buffalo better than me. Um yeah, better, than all, uh, better than all of us. Pardon? Better than all of us. Yeah. Fair point. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what do you guys think? What do you guys think? Galini, 26 years old. Um, I mean, I don't know if this is more. I mean, it seems like maybe short term. This is a Joe Hart move. Long term, it could be a Hugo replacement move. I mean, he's 26 years old. Uh, is it at, at, is it Atlanta or Atalanta? Atalanta. Yeah. Uh, I've seen I watched two videos of him and they pronounced it two different ways. So, <laughs> of course, like they were he was he was amazing in all these highlight videos. But the two ways that they were pronounced was the city in Georgia and the not city in Georgia. way. <laughs> well, I'll start with a hot take. Uh, he's better than Joe Hart. OK, well, it's, <laughs> that's, uh, that's that goes without saying. So um, so short term, Joe Hart, long term. Hugo, I mean, Hugo's 34 is in the final year of his contract. Behind them, they have what, Alfie Whiteman? I mean, you can't just roll with that going on past this year because I think Hart's also going to be a free agent after this season. Talk of him going out, but I don't know. Is anyone confident? Um, I'm confident enough to say his name is Golini. That's about it. But uh, anyone anyone check check our man out? Um, I looked at a little bit of videos on him, and I mean, he looked okay. It's not something that I thought that we were going to go after immediately. I don't think it was an area of concern for the club at this moment. Of course, you know, all of us think that Hugo is towards the end of his career. And, you know, he only has one year left, as you said. So this is possibly a, a, a signing for the future. But um, I didn't think that would be our first signing of this um, transfer period. That's um, the take I have in it right now. I thought, you know, we have obviously... We have other areas of concern, and I didn't think that was going to be the number one signing this transfer period. But he does look promising. He does look okay. Yeah, I mean, like I said, he's 26, and I think the one thing I did like when I read up about him, too, he's He's got some some Champions League experience, too. So there's not any reason to hate him for that. And I think on Joe Hart, um, you know, I know, know Ben, you you have some feelings about him. The thing about Joe Hart was – it was like every time he was in there somehow, like at first you were like, ha ha ha, this Bulgarian farmer just scored a worldly on him. And then like when like 
a Dutch farmer and then like a Ukrainian farmer. And then like six games later into the Euro League, you're like, why the hell is everyone scoring world-class goals against Joe Hart? That started to become a problem. Like at first it was funny. And then it was like, is this dude ever going to stop it? Well, he was never good. He like came in and the player ratings were Joe Hart was very loud today on the field. You could hear, you could hear him all game. And I was like, yeah, but he's terrible at goalkeeping. Like, all right, fine. If he's a locker room person, cool. Like, I guess Hugo is a great goalkeeper. Let's not really complain about Hugo. Joe Hart will be the backup. He did fine in those games. But, yeah, he's not a good goalkeeper. Um, so we went out. We get this keeper. Yeah, I don't really know much about him. But 26, I know he played. He was at Aston Villa 2014, 2016. Didn't really fit in great there. Went to At- Atlanta and um, – played pretty well uh, enough for us to actually want to go after him. And to your point, Jose, does it matter that we got him first? The deal was right, whatever. I understand we have more pressing needs, but if the deal was right, was it 15 million? We got to go. We got our goalie. It was something we needed. Yeah. I think the deal is who I feel like this, this part has to be a Levy part of the deal where it's like, it's a, it's a loan with an option to be another loan with an option to be a buy, like some other kind of like flip flop garbage like that. Like Levy had to get his hands in it somehow. But um, I really need my friend Derek here to get in and give us his thoughts. You see that look he gave me for no reason other than the fact that this man is going to sound so much better, no matter what he has to say right now, because Derek, tell us, tell us if, as long as Galini can find the correct USB port like you, then I think he's going to be world-class. What do you think? Hello, cruel world. Uh, <laughs> you can now hear my voice. Um, Listen, pal. Stole my thunder because that's really the only thing I brought to this. It's hard to really see keeper highlights and gauge all that much from it because they depend so much on everybody in front of them. I mean, Hugo is one of a kind and it's going to be difficult to replace, but he's leaving after next season, if not being sold this summer. Like you said, on on the loan deals, I don't really think we have anything to lose. I mean, this kind of feels like the floor is going to be Gazaniga, where he pops in every so often and, God forbid, has to play every week if Hugo gets hurt. And drop kicks but, his opponents as well. I was going to say, I, I was thinking more of some of that. way I could slide into that Chelsea drop kick in there. but If he I, drop kicks Marco Alonso in the chest, I'm, I'm 100% in by him immediately. <laughs> Not going to lie, I think that was the most shocking thing I've ever seen as a Spurs fan. And we've seen a lot. Like, oh, man, he was coming out of this full, full karate kick. Oh, my <laughs> that is a tough one. What is this? Yeah, it's pretty, that's a, definitely up there. Yeah, that was up there. Um, I, ben, in general, I know this is this kind of just uh, – Galini took a little precedent for us because uh, as of our recording on Monday – it looks like this deal is going to happen and we're finally going to get a player signed that wasn't on the team last year, which is incredible. Can't believe it actually happened. But we, I, we, me and you were going back and forth a little bit, and I know we're going to get Derek and Jose on in it too, but not enough yet? You wanted more by now? I mean, yeah, it's kind of when I made my comment this morning. We, we have the same exact team that we had last year. We haven't sold anyone. We haven't bought anyone. And you said you were less concerned. And I asked you this quest, the, the question of, are you just less concerned because you're just used to this? Like, here we are in this like weird situation. I understand Nuno came in late, but we should have been like prepared for it. Right, so Nuno's got to come in. We got to get these guys ready for Nuno. And we have a goal, a, a goalie as of what, three hours ago? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we didn't have, we didn't have very much of a goalie. We have Joe Hart four hours ago, man. Three, week, three weeks of the season. Three weeks. 
Um, it, I think well, I'm a little split on it a little bit now. It's uh, in terms of buying players. Full, I, I don't know. Like it's, I feel like I feel like Nuno needed to have some input into what was going to go down. But there are also still so many deadweight players that no matter what, they should be gone by now. Whether whether it's Suzuko, whether it's I, I know that you really like Winks. I don't think he's dead weight, but I know that you might think differently. I know that's, uh, I mean, maybe Surge. I mean, I think they, they've waited so long to get rid of so many players that it's, you know, become so frustrating now. Look at Derek's face down there. I know. Well, I, he even <laughs> unmuted himself because he wants to just, like jump down my throat. Uh, so, so I guess you're right in the fact that I'm more mad that we haven't been able to sell all this dead weight. And maybe it's because like Nuno wanted to see these players, but Nuno didn't want to see Dyer. Nuno didn't want to see like Harry Winks. Actually, maybe he did because like the reports, but like there's plenty of players that you know, we could have gotten rid of before any any coach came in that we knew just dead weight. Yeah, I think we mentioned it, or I mentioned it on the pod last week. There's guys that I don't want to see under Nuno, under no one. And uh, unfortunately, I think that's going to happen, guys, because we haven't moved on from these players yet. And it's going to be difficult to move on from these players. It, I mean, right now, I'll take whatever I can for some of these guys, like for Dyer, for your Sanchez's, for I don't want to say Winks. Yeah, I'll take whatever I can for these guys. If, if given an opportunity, I, we've already identified these guys as pretty much that way and i'm sure nuno has seen them before as well i mean he hasn't been they haven't been under his direction but he's obviously seen them he's seen how they play in this and the other so i mean how much more analysis do you need to see that this guy doesn't fit i can't throw davinson in that group though i just can't do that i was not gonna either i didn't like that part either i didn't miss you got very mad when i said serge's name no I so didn't please go on Serge. i didn't mention serge Derek. i forgot about Listen, him i should have said him too serge has been my guy i've been the only one to stick up for him in the group but i think at this point it's uh been a fun is he gonna do it okay fun ish experience <laughs> is he gonna do I it i think it's time to go sir oh, oh he did it wow what what is this? Is your what? mic? Your are you sure that mic's working? <laughs> are you good? Just so many, so many times at the bar, of you just defending his mistakes. Yeah, well, you know, last year he was legit for you know compared to prior years. But back to what you were saying, Jose, when you talk about the winkses of the worlds, the Dyers. First of all, I didn't get to say this before, but Joe Hart is Eric Dyer keeper version. He just yells. Oh, true. Him. I I thought about it a hundred percent. So bad, but we got to treat these guys like. You have old shirts and you take them to the flea market. If someone, your price tag is $5 and someone offers you 50 cents, you don't want the shirt anymore. Just get rid of the shirt. <laughs> for some reason, Levy keeps holding out for this top prize for people who shouldn't be playing on our team, much less the, the Brightons of the world. And we're just paying their salaries to do nothing or to be actively bad when managers select them. Like we need to help our managers not make bad decisions by keeping these people away. How much do you think we're going to get for Joe Hart? <laughs> Joe Hart was a free. He can yeah. sit. He can sit as the third keeper. That's fine. Yeah, I think he's, he's a fine third keeper. He can be a motivator, as whoever said that before said. I cannot. I'm just still stunned that you want to get rid of Surge all it's of a sudden. Up I, just on don't surge. Even, I don't even know what the hell to say anymore. Like I feel like my whole world is has changed. But it's Doherty time, man. So have you, Derek? Then uh, <laughs> he's Nuno I'm, in. He's Nuno in. I'm all I'm all kind of frazzled by this whole discussion now. It's just I feel so uncomfortable. Are Derek? We didn't get your. What do you think? Not enough transfers yet, or because we kind of got distracted. 
by my perfectly put point where, um, <laughs> you know, as I usually go when I said the dead weight should be gone by now, but I'm not too mad that they haven't made any purchases yet because, you know, I feel like you need, you need your, your front man to be in there for, I don't know. I mean, yeah, they only had one preseason game. So I, you know, I, I'm thinking give him a little bit more time, but to Ben's point. Yeah. I mean that, that bum Serge Aurier should have been gone. Am I right, Derek? Say it again. Say it again for the people in the back. And also answer the question. Are you upset that there's not enough transfers yet? I think <clears throat> I think Serge should be gone um, for the people in the back. Holy crap. Am I upset? <laughs> Am I upset that we haven't made transfers? No, this is commonplace. This is what we do. I mean, aside from, I think what, LaCelso was? No, LaCelso was the late one. I think in Dombele was again, for our standards, pretty early. But we flirted with Paratici for a month. He didn't actually get installed until, what, two, three weeks ago? And then we looked for a manager for what felt like a year and a half. So if Levy is the only one in the driver's seat, I'm glad we didn't make any transfers because we would have wound up with three more Joe Hart's and two more Eric Dyer's. So, yeah, they, they really cut down the window of time that they can actually do things. Perfect. That's a perfect time for him to break up. I hope his, I hope his, his Wi-Fi just let out. Uh, it looks like he's completely frozen there. Yeah, that's – wow. That's a bad look for him. I'm going to try to screen grab this real quick while uh, – um, What was he saying? I don't listen when Gary talks. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think he said he wasn't surprised. He wasn't surprised overall. All right. Oh, and I'll say this. Yeah, give us your rebuttal before we move on from the transfer t- transfer talk. Is you know, you were big mad this morning, Ben. Give me some heat here. Are are we in like are we a new team? Or are we gonna be classic Tottenham? Like if we're classic Tottenham, like this is no big deal. This is just what we do. I think but... I think I think we just have to. Um, I mean, of course, I'm I'm upset that we haven't done anything yet, and that the only possible signing is the one that we've been uh, that's been rumored, and I mean, it looks like it's a goal. For the goal, the goalkeeper, but I mean, there's a lot of factors. Not besides the fact that we're we are Tottenham, and this is the way we operate for the most part. But uh, the Euros were going on, the new manager. Uh, that it's kind of tough to make these signings when when all these things are happening, and you know some of these players that we want were participating in this tournament, and they, you know, it's kind of tough to make these deals when all that stuff is going on. And then obviously our manager hasn't; he's only been in the reins for what a week and a half. It's tough. It's tough. I wish that it would, um, the signings would come already, but we only have about three weeks left before uh, the season kicks off. And- Breaking news Derek's internet just dropped. What he, <laughs> he, what he texted. Well, they, that's Maine. They only have dial up in Maine. You heard it here first, folks. No offense to anyone in Maine. It is a beautiful place. I've been there. I just assume wherever, what corner, tiny square that Derek lives on is hell on earth. Oh, I'm you still to say that we heard enough from Derek. I mean, when he states that he's thinks that surge should be gone, I think that that's uh, people aren't going to understand really at how we really should have started this podcast last year. People would have really got how much you defended that guy. Serge would have a brutal game and have like one good cross that almost went in, and Derek would be like, Well, he played well. <laughs> <laughs> he played well. It's the first thing he'd say. They wouldn't even they'd put up the extra time uh, in the game, and then he'd start texting how Serge played well. Um but, um, yeah, you guys ready to talk about something positive now? Oh, I took some positives from it. And Nuno's first presser because 
the rest of our talk is probably going to be depressing. So <laughs> let's, start, let's start as per usual with this podcast and team. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what do you, what do you guys take from it? A couple big, big things that I took from it. Um, I don't want to, I guess I'll just jump right into my, my thoughts. What do you guys think? I mean, that, I think the biggest highlight was everything you said about Harry Kane, right? Harry's our player. Boom. Nail in the coffin. Yeah. Tough. It's over. Like he's saying, there's not going to be any issues. Um, he'll probably win Golden Boot next year, uh, no problem. Oh, do you want me to keep going? And like how I really feel? Like no, I I think that there's more to that than we think. But obviously, he's going to say Harry Kane's our our uh, our guy. We got him for three years, three more years in contract. Um, there were other things that I about the comp about his uh, presser that I really enjoyed, which is fitness, fitness, and fitness because that team last year under Mourinho was so bad in the in the final moments i mean partially because we're parking the bus partially because they were just out of shape Mourinho doesn't want to run his players uh nuno said it like um he said i'll put my system in when the players are fit and it's kind of i, I noted i don't want to jump around but it's kind of why talking about the last uh, preseason game is a little difficult because a lot about a lot about the preseason game is getting players to run up and down the field and uh get in that shape definitely Definitely. I thought a couple of guys played okay, but we'll get there, like you said. Um, uh, Jose, uh, what do you think his thoughts on Harry Kane? I mean, I think it was pretty – I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you hear – no one one quite is NFL coaches when it comes to beating around the bush of questions, you know. But I thought it was pretty firm that he's not – I think he just set the tone right away that he doesn't want to make – I mean – there's only so much of that Nuno can do about what questions he's going to be asked. So I think he wanted to maybe set a tone a little bit early of he's not going anywhere. He was prepared Stop for that. I, I feel like, I mean, that was the most important part of the whole presser. Like you said it earlier, he's pretty much letting us know that our club is going to keep this guy no matter what, where the hell he wants to go. He's under contract and he's going to stay here. Nobody, that means that both Levy and Paratici must have spoke to this guy and like let him know, listen, Harry Kane is yours. He's yours and you do what you want with him. And that that's good in a way, but it's also a little concerning because we're going to have a disgruntled player on our hands. Um, and that's, I mean, we all want Harry to stay, but you also don't want a guy that doesn't want to, you don't, you don't know how he's going to react. I think it was scripted. You had to say he had to say that mm-hmm. Harry is Hurricane. Yeah. Hurricane is our man. It's like yeah. when we were giving Gareth Bale all that crap last year for saying like certain things about I might be a real Madrid player. I'm a Tottenham player. But like he, he just said what he was at the time. He said exactly what he needed to say. And I think, you know, how to say like, you know what? Hurricane is our player right now. And we're going to do everything we are. We can to keep him. But to just to take that as that's what it is. Look, we we all know we believe in Harry Kane. It will be the consummate professional that we all think he will be. He doesn't want to start a fuss. He loves Tottenham, thank God. But as living here in America, we've seen player empowerment more than ever. So will hold will that I don't know go over to Europe because I mean I haven't seen it happen in European soccer. I, I wish Derek was here because we were talking about this on the chat. <laughs> he was that's when he called me pal. He's like, this isn't the NBA, pal. Nick, I wanted to start a segment that it was just Derek going, listen, pal. Well, <laughs> he's, so, yeah, I mean, he's, he's on, right. He's on this the phone isn't... with uh, Verizon right now going, listen, pal. <laughs> <laughs> but he's right. This this isn't the NBA, and this is uh, territory that we haven't seen in the, in the Premier League. We haven't seen players hold out like they do in the NBA or in the NFL even, but they have little player empowerment. 
uh, as much as, you know, compared to other places. And um, yeah, it's it's pretty interesting. I don't I mean, I think his brother has a lot to do with it as well, because uh, his brother gets killed on social media for being his agent. And they're saying that, you know, his brother might not be cut out for negotiations like this. So I don't know if um, Charlie Kane is giving him his brother some advice and telling him that he should hold out. I don't know. I, I have no idea. I, I hope that's not the case. But um, it's, it's going to be it's pretty worrisome, man. I, I, I don't know where it's going to go. Yeah, we, we should on Levy. But when it comes to negotiating, like there's no one. I mean, no one better. That's hard to say because he's, you know what I mean? Like he doesn't want to pay the extra money, but yeah, that's what, this is what Levy does. And if you come up to Levy and you're not ready to negotiate, like you're going to get, yeah, he's going to destroy you. He is. Um, yeah. He gets us in trouble, but yeah, if, if his brother, if his brother isn't ready, ready for a, for a fight or whatever, or the right offer's not coming in, then yeah, that's gonna, that's an issue for Kane for sure. Yeah. I mean, that was definitely a PR move, I think by Nuno a little bit. And I think he gets also as a coach who doesn't want to make, it's like I said, it's not going to be all up to him what he's asked. He can't dictate that, unfortunately, for him. But, uh, you know, that is really all he could say in that situation. And he did say it pretty firmly. But, Jose, you touched on it there. I, and I, I don't know. I don't, I'm not really sure that he's going to be a guy that's going to hold out, though. I mean, he signed a contract. He's going to, he's that, and, and I know holdouts are to get a new contract. We see them all the time in football, but, I mean, the deal that the guy's on, I mean, there's not a lot he can do. I mean, he he almost has to stay here for at least one more year, right? That's yeah, what I this, think. I don't this, think he's going to hold out at all. I mean, this is what I was, what I was trying to tell Derek. I mean, it, it all comes down to the player. Of course, um, he's under contract, and, and there might be some penalties or whatever uh, because he's not completing his contract because he's not playing. But uh, it all comes down to the player. There's nothing that the team can do. There's okay. nothing that, that Levy can do to physically make this guy get on the pitch. And uh, I mean, I don't think it's going to happen, but if if he makes that decision with his group to not play, then I mean, pretty much no one can stop him. You think he's going to levy on Bell this uh, for our British <laughs> listeners? Levy on Bell is a running back in the NFL who hold out, held out an entire season to try to get more money. But anyway, but like, I don't think he'll ever do then that. He went to the Jets and he sucked miserably. Oh, God, you just really anyway. Sorry, had to do it. <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, but as Derek pointed out, as he, I think he's going to sneak back in here. Unfortunately, um, this is we've seen this with Luka Modric, and we made Luka play that year, and he wasn't that great. But Levy was like, "No, you're staying, cool. Derek. I'm, Derek, I'm taking your point as you come back. It's really great. It really makes me feel good." So yeah, Luka, we saw this with Luka. He mm-hmm. was held. Levy did not let him go. He stayed the extra year. It wasn't that great that extra year, and that. But I don't think Luke, Luca, and Kane are the same personality. Kane's if Kane's on that field, he wants that golden boot. I promise you. So, it's just he's not winning with this team like right now. Yeah, but I think so- a lot has to do with what happens in the next upcoming transfer market, right? As it rolls along, I mean, if they if they don't do much, if they go the way of verizon wireless or verizon mobile whatever derek has in maine if that's the way that spurs conduct their transfer window the way this man conducts his internet package then it's not going to work out very well for for the team you have nothing to say over there <laughs> dark what are you drinking swishium oh very nice. really imbecile collab it's good very stuff nice. makes very me nice. feel a lot better that i have a piece of shit internet and a piece of shit computer and that you stole I- my point and terrible takes. It's going great. At least you fixed your mic, man. At least you fixed your mic. 
Yeah, my, right. It was too much for my computer to handle. <laughs> I will say, just to piggyback off of what Ben said, great point, dude. It's like I could have said it myself. I couldn't have said it any better. Um, it was Der- it, it, guys. It was Derek's point. I totally stole it because he wasn't here. And you know, when you're not here, is, you lose hey, out. No, I appreciate it. But the problem is, I do think Kane is going to be here this season, and I think there's going to be some sort of gentleman's handshake agreement that he can go next summer because his aspirations and where we currently are, are nowhere near each other at the moment. How many times is Levy going to shake his hand and do the same thing? Eh, It's it's all on that contract. This is like, yo, let's not totally crush Levy when Kane signed a six-year contract and he has three years left on it. And he he signed it when he was 26. And like, I understand we totally let him down because like, this team has only just fucking fallen apart since he signed that contract in for the most part, but like, come on, like he's got three years left. He should leave. Cause I, you know, he's not going to win with us, but yeah, three years left is too long and we're not, and he's too important to this team. Yeah. But I, I'm not crushing Levy in no way. I mean, Levy wins. The only thing that doesn't win is Tottenham. But, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> but Levy, Levy always wins. wins. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> Eric, did you see the upload? I saw it said Derek.jpg or some shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was your face when you froze. Somehow it got worse. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I don't think he's going to hold out. No. What's your final answer, Ben? Yes or no? No. Jose? I say no. I say no. But it, it's interesting. It's very interesting. Not a chance. Not a chance. Defiantly, no way. So Harry Kane's do, do it live because we, we we said it while you were away. It's not the NBA, pal. Yeah, it's not the N- N- NBA, pal. So uh, there's uh, before we leave Nuno's presser, the other thing, too, that was interesting was just his thoughts on, um, you know, I mean, he mentioned he went he, he didn't go out of his way to mention. He was specifically asked about being an attacking team. But did anything that he said make convince you that they're going to be one? Um we want to make our fans proud. Um, there was a, that. <laughs> there was an interview with uh, Tanganga because he had uh, a charity yes. event that he attended. Yes, and he said practices seemed like they were very attacking. And then the and then when that question was reverberated back to Nuno, um, Nuno kind of was saying, "It seems like that, but I'm not putting any system in place till they're anyone's fit, till everyone's ready to go and fit, and then we'll start putting the system in place." So. It seems like it's a lot of running and pressing only because um, we're trying to get the players fit, but that doesn't mean it's not, it's going to be defensive or offensive. I just don't think we know yet. And it, it's got to be more offensive only because I just believe he's going to play that the style he played in via, via Real with better players. And the style he, we saw last year was a style of a team without Raul Menez, without a true striker, without a true finisher. It was a bunch of good midfielders who aren't great finishers, but this is a different team. This is a different monster. Like wolves are a good, big, a good team, a big team. This is no offense. Like, even though we call ourselves a small club, this is a bigger club. We're going to have better players. We're going to be able to sign better players. So we've seen him play two different systems and I don't want to get like stuck in recency bias of just because Jose couldn't, fi- couldn't switch up that um, Nuno won't switch up. Thoughts? Jose, Jose, sorry. Oh, okay. I was like, what did I do? <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, the one thing you mentioned there, Ben, was Tanganga. He had an interview was with football.london with Alistair Gold. And the thing that I, I saw, I, I watched earlier today, uh, Ali Gold does his, uh, his like YouTube, his random YouTube videos. They, they're very informative, but they're very random that it's just him speaking, like looking <laughs> yeah. directly at the camera. It's and, just like, and they're getting really upset when a car drives by, like yeah, they're totally yeah. distracted. I watched it today. <laughs> yeah. And he's just like, it's just like, if you're, white van. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's just like talking to himself and you're just there hanging out. Uh, but <laughs> it is, they are very informative. So kudos to him. But the one thing that he did say and being someone who is, uh, should have been Pulitzer Prize winning journalist, not quite yet there. But um, he said that he, when he was speaking to Tanganga about that, the one thing that stood out is that he did not, he said, according to Alistair Gold, he did not directly say to Tan- Tanganga, are you, the question was not, are you attacking in practice? Like, are you playing an attacking mindset? He just said it, uh, like, you know, uh, just, just shot him straight and, and said it without being asked. So that was one thing that kind of to me, if I was in his, shoes too, uh alistair gold i'd go oh okay so i didn't even ask you that and you went ahead and you said that so that's kind of one of those uh journalistic things in my head that uh that that, that rung there too that uh yeah okay so maybe there might actually be some uh i don't know about nuno's presser if he really said anything else uh specifically other than you know whatever the new pr director told him to say but uh derek jose anything else that set out for you guys you guys think that they're actually going to be attacking based on Nuno's presser. I don't say the presser. Maybe I say from the game that we just saw. I mean, there's not too much that I mean. We were playing late in, and you know, we didn't have our best squad out there. But um, the one of the guys that started um Ben's favorite player, Winks, he played the ball forward a lot, and I, I was very surprised. He get a, he did a couple of great passes to uh, now John. And he actually, um, he did. He got the hockey assist on the goal. Great pass. Uh, yeah, Excellent and work. no, and he played. He he defended well too. There, he intercepted that ball. He intercepted that pass. I, I know Ben is going crazy right now, but he he looks very Smith good over there. Look at him go, <laughs> gearing up for one. But yeah, I think from the performance, uh, he looked like it looked like they were attacking a little bit more. I mean, it's it, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy if they don't because. Uh, Levy, of course, has an ear for what's going on with his fan base on social media. It's obvious with the say no to Gattuso stuff and this, that, and the other, that he does listen to what's going on. And he knows that that's a concern of our, our fan base, that we want to see more attacking football. So if to, to not implement a more attacking style of play, it's kind of setting yourself up for suicide. Did you before you have before before Ben goes insane about Harry Winks right now? Because I know he wants to. Derek, was there anything else from Nuno's presser that that you took away? Because because Ben is just we can let him marinate a little bit more on this one. Uh, anything else from Nuno's presser that we were talking about? Anything about the attack? Anything that stood out to you, Derek? Other than how perfect the Wi-Fi happens to be at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, as opposed to Maine. I've heard good things. I, I should probably move there after moving here three months ago. Um, as far as the attacking goes, I'm just curious what formation they play because listen, the key is fluidity, unless you're Jose Mourinho, in which case just be boring after scoring the first goal. But we play three at the back, we play four at the back, whatever minds up being, we're not playing attacking against city. We're going to get run off the pitch and we're not going to play defensive against pick the bad teams, the bottom of the table. We're probably going to try and 
score as many goals as possible and control the ball for 70% of the game because we don't have a choice. They're going to just huff it up field like it's Stoke. I just hope there is some level of consistency is really the word that I would say is the most important thing. I do like the politician statements that Nuno's been saying because at least he isn't Jose. Sorry, Jose. (laughs) Um, Okay. But I don't know. I just want a plan that isn't score a goal in the first 10 minutes and then defend for the last 80. Like, hell, if we think about this last season, when that Everton game, was that FA Cup? Jose was not happy. That was awesome. We lost 5-4. That game was fucking awesome compared with the shit we watched for half the season. No, I didn't I mean, care if we went out of the competition. That shit was fun. I wasn't happy because of the, the result. Yeah. And I, and I figured what fun. was that? It was. It was. I can't lie. I can't lie. It was. It was more. It was the most exciting football we saw all season under, yeah. my, under my man, Jose. Speaking of exciting football, speaking of defensive football, Ben, <laughs> tell us what's in your Ben Max Kellerman. Max Kellerman? Yeah, don't put me in that position. I'm I'm all saying right. the correct point of Harry Wish is not good. Like he's not a good player. <laughs> we're we're talking about like oh guys, he made like two great passes in the Leighton Orient game of the End first of the, of the first friendly of the year. Great. So my, my thing, I, my thing with Harry Winks is he's a center defensive midi who's not strong enough to even boss around the Leighton Orient guys. Because as much as you thought he was good at defense, he wasn't good at defense yesterday. Uh, during that late Orient game, he made some good passes, and that's what he does. He's he's good at like you know when the space is clear and when pe- and everyone says when people are like you know making the perfect runs for him that he makes great passes. But he's a center defensive midi who isn't strong enough, who isn't quick enough, who doesn't play good enough defense, and he brings he, and he's not created enough to even move the ball upfield. We saw him make we saw him make two excellent passes. Yes, he had the hockey assist and he had the assist. Not he said, sorry, the great pass to Niles John, who we should be talking about because he actually played an excellent game. And Dane's agree, coming. agree. But, he did play well. But Harry, Harry Winks is too afraid to usually push the ball upfield. It's sideways, it's backwards, and it's always someone saying, Oh, if if we just if someone just ran right for him, or if he was in La Liga with a little more space. Well, he's not in La Liga. He's in the he's in the Premier League. He doesn't have the space, I guess, to be this Winniesta that we that people have said. He's not a good player. He's not strong enough and he's not quick enough to play that center defensive mid. And he's not creative enough to he's not creative enough to move him upfield. So I don't know where he belongs. League one, championship league, because that's where he is. Or go send him to fucking La Liga so we could watch him become the greatest player that you know these people have been fucking talking about. Whoever defends Winks. He did start a Champions League final. <laughs> Oach was a big fan, to be fair. So who knows uh, better, yeah. Ben or Pochettino? Yeah, Poch was a big fan. So was Southgate. Yeah, I think. Uh, Do you have any goals and assists he has in his like whole career? I don't Do you think. Have any he's... goals and assists he has? Come on, Nick. Come on, Nick. It, goals and assists. I don't, I don't know. It's like two. He has like three goals in his fucking career, and like one, and two assists. And, and one, of, one of the goals he admitted was probably a pass. I think he's. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That <laughs> the, the, the Puskas Award goal where he just like. Way over hit the pass and it hit the, like the goal and you're like ah oh, hilarious Harry Winks sorry I think he's a I'm pretty done. solid squad player but I mean like that's about it I, I wouldn't he's for me he's not keeping anybody else out of the lineup I mean as we've seen literally even if we don't even if we don't buy anyone else he's not keeping anyone out of the lineup it's gonna be everyone else in front of him I, I don't I don't hate the guy 
but um, you said it right there, Nick. Like, why keep this guy around if he's going to be a squad player? He's if we could get something like out of squad it, players, we, though, we do. You want to sell, like, sell him and reinvest it? I get it. But he's not a good squad player. He can't for, back for, up. He can't back up Hoiberg. He can't back him up. He's not good. Would enough. you start him against Brentford? No, no. they're in the Premier League. But Brent, that, that, Brentford would that's, get run off. That's run why we we got to get rid of these guys, man. We got to we got to stop holding on to them. And if we can get something for for him, move him, move him. I'm, I I don't hate this guy. I I I'm I'm okay with him, but. We have players for that to fill out the squad. We have skips that can most likely be a lot better than this guy. And uh, if we can, he's taking away minutes from Skip. Get him out of here. He's English, though. We can't get rid of him. Skip, we have like four Skip, English Skip fills the English void as well. Derek, tell me about the quota. Is that is that it? Is that the only reason Wing still plays? Because we need this English quota? And because he was a Tottenham product and he plays for the fucking crest, even though he sucks? Well, I think the fact is last season. Ben, every time, Ben, every time you use an expletive, think of that old woman in All of no- All or Nothing that got to meet Yo. Mary Winks. We're free. We're free. Oh my god! <laughs> think, think what she would think Wait. about what you're saying. What was my comment? Like Winks is his last name, so perfectly like depicts like his person. Yeah, basically, that's a fair. That's a fair point. He's a Winks. Fair point. So, other than top players from. A preseason game against Leighton Orient. Uh, by the way, do you guys know what happened to their club? Like the last, I don't know, a couple of years, how they almost yeah, hurricane made it the, saved them. How they almost yeah, made it yeah. to the championship and then like <laughs> got relegated out of League Two for like a year. <laughs> like and they went down immediately. Like they were like a, a PK away from going up to the championship, then immediately went down twice. That is impressive. Like so, sounds like Sunderland. Yeah, it was Sunderland on on something else. Um, <laughs> Something that Derek might be on right now. Um, um, uh, but beside Harry Winks playing at an all pro level uh, with that hockey assist, that second assist, that was a nice play. It was probably the most forward pass I can remember him ever making other than that goal. To your point, Ben, because he, does, he doesn't pass forward. As, as mad as you get, uh, you are right that he doesn't really pass forward. Who was the guy, Jose, you said that, uh, that, that you highlighted had a, that you thought played well? Uh, ben said it too. Now, now John, he played okay. very, very well. Played go, very well. Go on, go on. One of you two, tell us more. Well, I, I always saw him in the um in 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 pockets of space and good areas, and he was it was easy to pass the ball to him. I mean, yeah, it was Winks, and he probably doesn't make that pass all the time, but it was easy to make those passes to him because the guy was getting in great space. He had two great touches. Got two great shots on goal. I mean. Yeah, as I said before, it's uh, it's the first friendly, so it's hard to like judge what's going on. But you always got to take the young kids and what they did, and the young kids pr- showed up. Let's, we could talk about Dane Scarlett too. That goal, mm-hmm. the composure on his face when he just slotted that through. Oh, unbelievable! Like I, I, I'm that's so exactly excited. what you want to see. I mean, like everyone is for this kid, but I, I just hope they, I hope we don't mess it up because I think that kid is going to be something special. I just hope that we, we go about it the right way and what find our- the minutes for him. What about our team says is we would mess something up like this? <laughs> how, old is, how old is Troy Parrott now? He's 19. Yeah, he's definitely jumped over Troy Parrott, too. He's only, and he's only 17. I think the real thing we should learn from this game is anybody who played well and isn't Harry Winks because he has to stay, <laughs> anyone under the age of 20 that played well in this game should be loaned out. We need to go back to loaning people. You would loan Scarlett out? Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Interesting. He's 17. He's 17. I would not hate yeah. that either. But I mean, Kane goes down. 
what are you going to hang on to Lucas Mora as a second striker? If we're, de- if we're depending uh, on a 17 year old to be our striker for, I'm sorry, we were, pre- sure. we were depending on an eight, a 17 year old two years ago when Kane went down and Troy Parrott was supposed to be the next goat of Tottenham strikers with zero, with zero confidence. Well, I think we'll get a striker. Yeah, well. Danny Ings, baby. Give me Danny it seems, Ings. It, it seems like it's always a striker that we need. Somehow we need a center back always, a midfielder always. The the most incredible thing ah. with Spurs always needing a striker behind Kane is that this is the team that had like Defoe, Robbie Keane, how many other strikers all at one Bear, Berbatov. Time. All these guys at one time, and then all of a sudden they get like the one guy that's like Amazing. just that little next level up, and like everyone's like, no. Like, I, there's no shot in playing there. And you heard what Danny Ings said today. He's like, I'm holding out for Man City or Man United. Well, that's about right. <laughs> so that's the what, the fourth year of us trying to get Danny Ings? Yeah, Danny Ings and Tottenham are like water and gas. <laughs> that ain't happening. It's oil. Um, yeah, I need a drink of that. Um, other other two other names I, I put down that I thought at least looked pretty good. Alfie Whiteman, I thought, had a couple good good saves. I mean, there's nothing that he's going to do about that goal. I mean, I don't know who that defender was. I don't think it was Serge, but the guy was wearing Serge's number, so it looked about right, uh, whoever was trying to defend that play. Um, Cameron, uh, Cameron Carter-Vickers, give out a shout-out to the USA America. guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, he, played, he, made a, he made a good, important one stop in the first yeah, half. Yeah. He did, but, he did. But it's another guy that we should move on with from. I, I don't know why we still pa- have this kid. Patsios, the uh, Estonian defender, He looked. I thought he looked better than... Um, Whoever was wearing Tongay's number, I forgot his name, that guy's name, the center back. But Patsios, I thought, looked pretty good. Not going to lie. Uh, he was the right back that game? Yeah. Okay. My last my last one is I thought Jack Clark looked decent. I mean, I, I think yeah, this, he had those runs. He had a couple of runs down the left that were pretty good. Uh, forced a tough block shot. Looked quick, like, looked quick and agile, too, like getting, getting into the center. But, uh, yeah, he was my last one. And uh, on, on another negative side – Believe it or not, there's negatives with this team. I didn't think Delhi really, I mean, against Leighton Orient, <laughs> you would expect Delhi Ali to like do something like he again didn't. So there was another guy that was um MIA, and that's uh Stevie. I talked about him last week about him, you know, trying to be that guy this year and pick up, you know, do a lot better than he did last year. And I mean, he was he wasn't even I I don't remember. I think one of you guys text. In the group chat, is this guy even on a pitch? Like, what is he doing? Yeah, to Ben's point, it's preseason. He's, we're we're just getting our legs under us. But you want to see something from guys like Stevie, guys from guys like Delhi, something like our MVP of the game, Harry Winks. You want to see something like that? <laughs> Man of the match. You want to see something like that? Like, I guess like some little like, come on, the the the, the talent you're playing down to. Um, Derek, you've been really quiet. Your mic actually works today, and you've been pretty quiet. Yeah, because I barely watched this game. I'll be perfectly honest with you. Okay. Um, <laughs> I can't. I can't bring myself great, to watch. Great doing your homework, football. Derek. I, it's like preseason football. So you didn't what, look anything. What is up. there really to take from this game? Even the even the manager said it was a fitness match. So when I write when I write a review on how Mitchell Trubisky did in his first preseason game with the Bills, you're not going to read it. I'm going to like and retweet it because I'm a good friend, but no, I'm not going to read it. There's no chance in the world that that hurts. That hits way too hard. I, no, no way. Are you kidding me? You, Derek, Mitch, you love that guy. He was on your team last, like for the past couple of seasons. You uh, got to read that. Great point. I was that he was on your team. You got to love him. Yeah, it's like I got out of an abusive relationship. X-Bear's X, X bear, X great. Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah. Uh, enough of that. 
Nikki, let us like branch out. Right. It's always going to be part of us, man. We can branch out. I don't care. But we're not going to branch out of a Mikkel Trubisky. I mean, come on. Think like anyone else. God damn it. Like someone that people give a shit about at least. Like Mikkel Trubisky is listening to this. Like, like what the hell's going on? At least somebody worth fighting over in a bar like Josh Allen. There isn't. There isn't. What were we talking about again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say this about Delhi. He was really deep all game. And I and I think, uh, as Derek pointed out, Nuno said, like, he was dropping them back for, you know, get, get him to run up and down the field. I'll say this about Delhi also. He looked huge. Did you see his upper body? You see oh, how bigger yoked. he looked? Yeah, he's he's yoked. yoked. And we've seen like Tottenham has been just spraying his his clips of him working out all offseason. So we've been kind of expecting a lot. And even Nuno in practice said that um, Delhi and New- and Berg have been the two best, who, been the two most surprising players. Not surprising, I guess. Not that wasn't the word. It was have been the most have been the best players in practice or in training. So yeah, to see them come into that game and not perform. I mean, we're looking at every game like uh, score three hundred goals, like. What are you doing? We're playing late in Orient, but yeah, I didn't love seeing that they were they disappear. Like Lucas was clearly, you know, doing his thing where he takes the ball and runs up the field, and that's why I kind of still want Lucas to stay on this team, um, coming off the bench, as we've mentioned multiple times. But Lucas does something that players in our team don't do. He'll put his head down. He'll dribble through a few people. Yeah, he'll run into the wall a bunch of times, but every once in a while, he gets he does that thing that we need. Sometimes he's creative. Yeah, he, he's definitely somebody. Um, at least for me, I totally agree with you. Uh, I, I never hate Lucas. He's done so much for this club, and he's he's given us, he's taken us to the pinnacle. I mean, uh, that guy is, he's always going to have a place in my heart, and he does things. He gets he gets up the pitch. He does his crazy things, and we lost Derek, and I guess Derek doesn't <laughs> give right, a well, shit about Derek's Lucas. Done with, I guess Derek's done with this, so thank God. If he's here, who's running hell, am I right? <laughs> oh man! <laughs> um, <laughs> from Maine, <laughs> guys, that is where hell truly is. It's Maine. <laughs> yeah, so that's all I had for the people who impressed me in the preseason. And I guess uh, what we got any, any other Spurs news to talk about right now? Yes, yeah, Sonny's in the building. Yes, sir. Woo! Yes, sir. It looks like Sonny's actually the- fun, funny mentioning Sun. I was um, it, it's great to be back in New York City. I love it over here. And uh, no, and I went with my kids down to the city and we're walking around and I'm wearing my uh, Tottenham face mask all over the Wait, place. Wait, you were wearing Tottenham apparel somewhere. Yeah. Isn't no that rare? way. <laughs> Isn't that rare? So I'm wearing the face. It's a face mask only. I was surprised anyone really recognized it. And some uh, officer recognized it. He's like, Tottenham, you like Tottenham? And I'm like, yeah, I like Tottenham. And he was a big Sunny fan. So that was that's pretty cool. And then yeah, later and on, I saw final, that we, we our got final it. update on the other than that unbelievable story, folks. This guy <laughs> wearing a Tottenham gear is just I can't even, I can't even for one. I for one am stunned. Ben, look at the look on Ben's face. This guy has been through some shit, and even he is stunned. Um, <laughs> Pierre, how do you say his name? Pierre Luigi. Pierre Luigi. Pierre Luigi. Pierre, I can't do his. How the hell can I do this guy's Pierre last name? Pierre Luigi, Luigi. Gonelli. 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 Yeah, that was Romano's tweet. He liked it. Like, here we go. Oh, here we go. Here we go. You can't steal that thunder like that. So I guess would like to announce that the podcast that. that we, we, I guess, you know, we 
we manifested him signing with Spurs. So congratulations to us. Pierre Luigi Golini, Spurs in. Spurs in. <laughs> <laughs>